This is the Reset MD podcast. We welcome you to join in on our conversations with fellow physicians. Many of us in medicine reach a point in our careers where we want to make a change, hit a reset button. Wouldn't it be nice to have some guidance from colleagues who'd been there too and have pearls of wisdom to share? These well-being conversations will cover a range of topics, thriving in medicine, physician health, burnout prevention, work-life integration, practice optimization, advocacy, and support. And we'll just have some fun doing it. Listen in and start your reset. Hi, welcome back to the Reset MD podcast. I'm Marian McCrary, one of the co-creators of the podcast. And today I get to be on the other side of the mic with Dr. Michelle Quirk. She's a board certified pediatrician and certified run coach. And I had the honor of being on her podcast slash YouTube cast um, program a couple of times talking about my experience with running. And she's been able to give me some helpful tips. And I was so excited to have her come on here and talk to us a little bit about her story, her experience with wellness, and uh, and some advice that she might be able to give you as well. Please welcome her to the podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Dr. Marion. I'm very pleased to be here. <laughs> Would you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I am a pediatrician and a run coach. Um, I live in Philadelphia, and um, I think the most interesting part of the story is that I was not always a runner. <laughs> so if you're out there listening and you're thinking like, I'm not sure what, what this has to do with me and I'm not a runner, it's never too late. <laughs> no, no, and I am living proof of that. So I didn't start running until I think I was almost 30, and there was a lot of, uh, a lot of walking and those initial few, uh, few exercise attempts to, to kind of uh, run a little bit more than the walking. And I think, you know, as we talk about things that are helpful for us for wellness, you know, always on the top of the list is get out, be active, exercise. What was your impetus uh, to get into running for yourself? Yeah, um, so I, I really was um, not an athlete as a kid. <laughs> I, I danced, that was kind of my form of exercise, but I was never much of a runner, always um, found it to be a struggle. And I used to look at the, the track team and the cross country team and think like, I'm, I'm not made of whatever they're made of and I can never do this. <laughs> and so I, I tried to run, you know, through the years, uh, I had friends who really enjoyed it and I tried and I just, it didn't stick. And so I really, I came back to it um, during a particularly difficult time in my life about 10 years ago. So really it was uh, my late twenties, early thirties as well. And um, I found myself just in a tough place after my residency, I had moved to a new place, was newly married, um, studying for the board exams, like all of these stressors <laughs> all at once. And at the time, my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer. And I, I really felt I was stressed and I think I was burned out, but I didn't have that word at the time. Um, and what I really thought was, you know, I'm telling my patients and families to be active and, and exercise and take care of themselves, but here I am not taking my own advice. 
And so I really, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to start small, lace up my sneakers and try to get just a little bit, five or 10 minutes at a time. And that's how I started. Like I just slowed it way down, started jogging and I worked up from there. And I think what kept me coming back to it was how good I felt and how, you know, my mind started to clear a little bit when I was out there on the sidewalk by myself. And I think that's what kept me consistent with it. And so that's how it started. I've been running ever since. Yeah. And, and it, it started during that time as an early career physician, which is really rough for a lot of physicians as they're getting out into practice. And then on top of that, you had um, such an impactful you know, family situation that also was on your mind and, and just getting out a little bit was helpful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Like it's just a very stressful time, um, you know, becoming an attending and <laughs> there was all of that and, and kind of settling into a new role at a new job and then all of these other things um, as well. So it was just a tough time all around. <laughs> and I really credit running with helping me to kind of stay in it on, on all aspects. <laughs> yeah. And so this, this was a reset for you in terms of that activity level and what you were getting out of that. How did, how did this reset, how did getting out and running help you through that time in your life? Yeah, I think um, part of it was making a goal um, and sticking to it, especially something that was way outside my comfort zone, way outside of anything that I had really done before in terms of becoming an athlete. And I think what really helped was, um, you know, having a, a partner. So I got my husband on board to run with me and we signed up and ran our first 5k, like our official <laughs> first local 5k together that following spring. And I think, um, constantly having a new goal. So after that race, it's like, we were both hooked and we continued to train and put put different races and different goals kind of on our, on our radar and on our calendar. Um, and so it helped us shift the focus. I think mm-hmm. um, it helped not only just the exercise itself and helping with uh, dealing with stressful life circumstances, but, um, but yeah, having those goals um, to constantly shoot for and, and better yourself. Right. And I'm not a particularly gifted runner. I'm not very fast, um, but that's the joy of the sport that, you know, we we call them personal records. You have your own PR and you can shoot for your own best, whatever, whatever that may be. Yeah. As you said, it's just, for you, it was a, a good distraction. It was a way to kind of clear your mind. And I love that thought of just putting one foot in front of the other, start small. Um, I know your company now is Mindful Marathon. So it wasn't go out and run a marathon to start with. It was like, okay, we're going to find a 5K. We're going to do this. We're going to gain confidence from this. It's going to, we're going to keep wanting to do it. And I also love that you had a partner in this, that you had someone who is there to, to be alongside you and to encourage you. And um, I think that's always so helpful. Anytime you're going through um, learning something new or using, you know, uh, a different way to kind of go through a stressful time, having someone there by your side is, is so important. Yeah, for sure. And we, you know, we cheer each other on. Uh, we each have our different different goals that we're working toward, but but it is nice to have a, a training partner and and yeah, just someone in your court, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And so how has that expanded from here? What, what's, what's been your PRs? Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> we were talking about the reset story and I was thinking of it in terms of like two parts because I think that that first part was really when I started running and the, the second reset was around marathon training. Like when I finally decided to run my first marathon, um, that was another period of time where I was spending a lot of time by myself. Like the training for a marathon is a lot more, right, than, than for the local 5K. Um, and so I was kind of forced into spending a lot of time by myself in that training. And that first marathon was January of 2018. And when I came back from that race, I felt like, you know, I was a running evangelist. Like I was telling all of my friends, you must go and run a marathon. It will change your life. Um, and it was at that point that I really started, um, you know, I was dabbling and writing some training plans for friends and family. I was just really encouraging everyone I knew to pick up the sport. And it turns out that I was going through, again, like a, a period of burnout in my clinical job. Mm -hmm. And it was another physician, I credit Ali Nowitzki. Um, she, she, was, uh, she worked at the same hospital where I worked and she was really the first you know, physician entrepreneur that I, that I ever met. And we had a coffee together one day and you know, I was telling her, I just, I wasn't really seeing a way forward in my clinical role. I wasn't sure what my next move was, but I knew that something needed to change and I just couldn't stay, you know, on this particular treadmill. <laughs> and, you know, she was the one who said, Michelle, you know, I could, we could talk about burnout, but for the last, you know, 45 minutes, you've been talking about running and how you're getting your friends and your family to, you know, go on these races with you and writing training plans and coaching girls on the run. And, and have you thought about, you know, run coaching? And I just sort of sat back in the chair and was like, no, you know, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. And I think having, a, you know, a third party to kind of look in on everything and, and see it for what it was, um, that was really, that was sort of the end of that reset. And that's what really sparked Mindful Marathon and, and the business side of this. <laughs> and I love that word spark that you just said, because I think, you know, you, you preface that was like, this was a time when I was feeling burned out in my clinical career. And, and we all know that that can start to seep into all aspects of our life. So it's like, it's, it's happening at work, but it affects how you interact with your family and your friends. And for someone to be able to find something that they're so passionate about that you talked about for 45 minutes to her and be able to take that and kind of fuel your joy again um, is so amazing. And I'm wondering, you know, I, it, you know, I think I know the answer, but you tell me if it's true, you know, being able to do that um, outside of your clinical career and, and pursue that and enjoy that. How did that affect you when you were in that clinical day and with patients? Uh, was there a positive effect on that um, since you were finding joy in other things outside of medicine? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that really, it actually renewed why I went into medicine in the first place. And I felt, I felt a greater joy all around, um, because I knew that there was this other side of me that I kind of, you know, I just didn't know was there. I mean, of course, I loved 
running and I had been running for, you know, five, six years at that point, pretty consistently, um, but to bring others along with it and really um, have that personal view of what exercise and health and wellness and all of that brought, um, it spilled over right into my, into my clinical role. And so it helped me really too, I think, um, in terms of goal setting and, and making changes, um, making a pivot. And, you know, at that point, I changed over um, from working as a hospitalist and kind of crazy shifts <laughs> and switching over into primary care with more regular hours. So I think all of that reflective time and time by myself um, and then kind of going into this other this other side of me really helped to kind of iron out <laughs> how, how I was going to move forward in my clinical role. So I, it, it spills over both both ways. Yeah, when you were talking about all that time reflecting and thinking while you were training for uh, a marathon, I've only done half marathons. And that's a lot of time with your thoughts when you're out there by yourself, you can kind of put your buds in and, and listen to music or podcasts, but it's, there's a lot of uh, reflection. And so I love that, that that gave you the opportunity to think, of, think outside the box of what you were doing and start to explore other things. And that's something, you know, when we feel like we're stuck in a certain environment that we don't have choices, um, that's really when that burnout can kind of sit in and, um, and just grow. And so I love that finding something you didn't even know about yourself that you loved and being able to go all in on that really helped you in all aspects of your life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I kind of encourage people, uh, I talk about just taking a a pause on the on the treadmill, whatever your personal <laughs> treadmill happens to be, but but taking a pause and stepping off of that for a minute to to take stock of where you are, <laughs> helpful. I love the running analogies here. I'm going to have to throw a few more in. I'm sure. So I can't help it. <laughs> and they're not puns. They're all good. They're good. <laughs> and so as you as you work with. Um, folks who really are interested in getting into running for their health, their wellness, for, for whatever reason. Um, we've talked a little bit already about starting slow and kind of building up. Um, what are some other um, pearls or words of advice you might give a person um, that's interested in getting into running? And, and how does that kind of expand beyond running sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I think... Um... I think about three things, maybe we'll give you three. <laughs> so number one, I would say, find your why. And, you know, it's one of the first questions on my running questionnaire when I work with a new athlete, like, why have you set the goal that you've set? Why do you want to run in the first place? And whatever your answer is for that, what, you know, wh whether we're talking about running or life circumstance, look a little bit deeper than your very first answer to that. Like a lot of people will say, oh, I want to run for weight loss, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and I encourage people to look a little bit deeper, um, find a, a really, a why that will get you up in the morning, right? <laughs> um, whatever that may be for you. So you may take a little bit of time and, and just sit with your journal, set a timer for five or 10 minutes and think about why you wanna make whatever change it is that, that you, you want to make, whether it's running or with something else. Um, and then number two, um, sort of along the lines of um, just starting, starting low, but <laughs> take five minutes. So you don't have to start, a lot, of, a lot of us, especially high achievers, 
we want to just go out and and be able to run the marathon tomorrow <laughs> and you know what it doesn't matter what that is if you're starting from the couch um, a 5k may seem very far off right now and a marathon seems you know in a different universe um, and it did for me too when I first started so really um, start small and take five or ten minutes uh, a couple of times a week like everybody starts somewhere um, and if you just do a little bit and you stay consistent with it, you, you'll be surprised at the gains you make in a short period of time. And even for seasoned runners, um, you know, I've been, I've had some injuries and things over the years, and it always feels like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to start at square one all over again. But it's not really true. Like we move the mark and <laughs> we're not starting, you know, from the couch really um, when we take those periods of time off. Like everybody has life circumstances and things that happen and so if you just remember start small <laughs> and whatever that means for you if you're starting with five or ten minutes that's okay and if you if you do that and you stay consistent with it you'll be surprised at the gains you make I love that it gives, gives everybody the, the same opportunity it's just knowing yourself and figuring out what works for you yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of figure out where you are and where you want to go and um, and be consistent with it. And then the third thing is really um, my advice for all uh, new runners, which is uh, start low, go slow. So again, uh, you know, short periods of time. And also you don't have to run like a bear is chasing you. And so <laughs> most new runners um, are running way too fast for wherever their current level of fitness is and so this is the best you know running advice i could give is to um to just jog um, and maybe do run walk intervals as you get started so that it's not too hard because if it feels hard and the effort feels like too much you won't want to get out there and do it again but if it feels good to your body and it's enjoyable then you'll want to wake up and get out there so start low go slow <laughs> Yeah, we've had this conversation and, and I'll put the links in the show notes so folks can find us uh, where we've talked before. But um, I always considered myself, I'm like, I'm not really a runner. I'm too slow. And then I was like, well, I did a half marathon. I guess I am a runner. I'm just a slow half marathoner. And again, done is better than, uh, than not. So I think that uh, mindset is really, really important. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, I'm not sure at what point I, that changed for me in my mind, but I remember showing up to these races and it's like I kept moving the mark on myself. So, you know, first 5K, oh, I'm not I'm not a runner. You know, I'm using run walk intervals for this race. And then, you know, you keep going 10K, 10 miler, half marathon, like at what point, you know, five half marathons later, oh, I'm not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> I've been running the marathon, right? I think I showed up to that marathon start line thinking like, oh, but I'm not a real runner, you know? <laughs> it's just crazy. So you keep moving the mark on yourself at what point? So I think we just need to accept it <laughs> where we are. We're runners. Yeah, our brains, our brains can try to trick us many, many times uh, in our experience. For and sure. I think that um, that's a whole nother conversation about that in doctors, for sure. Yes, <laughs> for sure. yes. Well, I so appreciate you coming and, and telling us a little bit about your story and and what running has meant to you and how you've used your passion for it to be able to help others who want to make these same changes. And I'd like to finish up if we could um, with just a few fun questions. Sure. Off script. <laughs> off script. Okay. Um, 
I know you mentioned kind of your, your first big half marathon and coming back or marathon, excuse me, and coming back from that and being so excited. I'm curious what race is out there that's on your bucket list that you've not been able to do yet, but want to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, A lot of the, the world marathon majors, um, they're hard to get into. Like a lot of them have lottery systems. Um, I'd really like to do the Chicago Marathon. Um, my husband and I applied for the lottery this year, but we didn't get in. So that one is on the list. Uh, the New York City Marathon. I have a lot of a lot of races on the list. I love it. I love it. And just um, keep putting your name in and see when it gets drawn, you'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. I will say um, the, the most, my, my favorite half marathon that we did was out in Monterey, California. And we had signed up, it's just a good story. We had signed up, um, I believe it was the 2018 race and we were out there to run it and we couldn't, they had a fire north of the city. And so the race got canceled. So we came back, we ran it in 2019 and then pandemic and they haven't had the race since. So I'm hoping, I don't know if they're gonna bring back that race, but if they do, we will be there. Oh, what time, what time of year is that usually? Oh, the fall, like October, November. Um, that sounds yeah. perfect. That sounds really, really nice. So, so, so for any of y'all who are looking for a race, check that one out. It sounds like that would be uh, a good meetup. You might get to meet Michelle out there as well. For sure. <laughs> and then I, I wonder, um, is there, for folks who may want to kind of get into reading uh, about running, are there any books out there that you would recommend either, you know, feel good stories or how to, um, that might be some extra resources for folks who want to get into running? Yeah, um, I really love anything by Jeff Galloway. He is, um, he was in the uh, Olympics in the 70s. And he really popularized uh, the run walk method and got so many, you know, amateur runners into the sport. And he's still a great ambassador and advocate. Um, and he is, you know, the ambassador for the run Disney races. And I've had the opportunity to meet him a couple of times. He's just a, a wonderful human. Um, he has a lot of books. Um, the one I read most recently was about mental training um, for runners, but really just how to get started and um, more of like the technicalities of run walk. Pretty much anything that he's written will, will be helpful for you. Um, and then... I just finished a book that was really good. Um, it's it's a little bit different. Um, it's called, uh, hold on, I'm gonna mess up the name. I think it's called, What I Think About When I Think About Running. Um, and is by a Japanese man who is a writer and also a runner. And it's sort of like his training journal um, and a piece of writing and it's a little bit like stream of consciousness but it's so interesting about just to see the similarities and differences um, but it's a real it's kind of like a meditation on running it's really good I just oh, finished that that's interesting okay I'll I'll find that and put that in the notes too so if uh, folks are listening here at the end they want to uh, read that one we'll have that linked in I'll send a, a, a picture of it um, okay. So you have the name of the author. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. Thank you so much for coming to talk with me today. And I can't wait for folks to, to listen to this. And hopefully 
maybe get the running bug um, to see how that might be helpful for them and whatever things that they're looking for, whether that's to kind of just uh, give them a chance to um, clear out the cobwebs in their mind and think a little bit differently, or if there's some physical goals that you have and that you're really interested in and starting to put one foot in front of the other in a different way. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was fun to talk to you as always. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening in on this conversation at Reset MD. If you'd like to reach out to us and continue the conversation for well-being, email us at resetmdpodcast at gmail.com.